Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is the Father the Leader Sports Podcast, and we got my boy Jamie Boscow on here. Listen for the Philadelphia Flyers. To me, the best. Like, that's just what it is. He's the best. I feel like this is the year for the Flyers. I do. I just love the, the, the talent. Like, I've been waiting for a lot of these guys to get out of the minor leagues. I've been waiting for Sanheim and Morin and Pro. And I've been I've been waiting when we got um when we got Travis. You know, now they got guys like Morgan Frost. So what's going on, Jamie? What's going on, man? Uh not much we really uh thanks for having me on, man. It's uh an hour to come on for your viewership. Uh anytime you need something done in terms of flies, I I am uh going to drink for you do great work and you're a legend in that field, so Man, I appreciate you. <laughs> Coming from a hard worker like you, I really appreciate that, man. We, you know, we part of PSN, Philly Sports Network. You know, one of the best uh, groups out there, like an all-star team full of writers. And we, you have definitely been one of those guys that has put the staple down for hard work in PSN. Now, let's talk about these flies. Now, just from a standpoint, you, you know how it got built. What do you see and what do you like about this team? You know, I like the overall depth of the uh, team, um, and I think that that's what's going to carry them into the Cup Finals this year. Uh, I really believe highly in this team. I really do believe that they this is the best team. Personally, I've been watching this game since um, the early '90s with Lindros, mm-hmm. and I'd say around the, the best team that I saw during the Lindros era is probably like the. Uh, there are many good teams, but uh, the 1997 team uh, that they're plugged in very well. If an injury goes down, it doesn't
you know, and holding down the sport. Mm. Now, he, I mean, he's not, you know, the greatest goaltender of all time, but he will do everything in his power to give the team a chance. It's quality. It's quality. Yeah. From, yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's really all you're asking you know, yeah. for a guy coming off the bench is to just give a quality start to right. the team, you know, a shot at winning. And that's what Alex Lyon would do. Mm-hmm. But, um, like I said, you know. That's I good for a third goaltender. That's, that's definitely good to have a third guy that can play like yeah. a third guy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, it's, you know, this team is ready. It's ready to take off. Uh, it's a good team. I, I just I feel so strong about this team. Like you said, the young guys. You know, Travis Hanheim has come into his own this Been year. waiting he's for him. Buyers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, uh, I mean, there's a lot to wait for. I mean, it, it, he's just going to get better. We but was talking, it's, remember it's, earlier. It's crazy to say that. It is right. Insane to say right. That they're, yeah, they're real young. They're still young. Exactly. He hasn't even peaked yet. Right. And, you know, if he's good right now, just imagine what he's going to be in about a year or two. Mm-hmm. I think that him, the, the pairing of, with Felipe Myers has played well. Yeah, I, that's my guy. Well. Yeah, I like him. Egan Braun playing well, and then you can have Ghost and Braun playing well. You know what I mean? I mean, like there's it's endless. And you it's, still it's like got Frost like, and Farabee. Yeah, exactly. exactly yeah. <laughs> like Morgan Frost, you know who's going to be the top racket? Then you got Joel Farabee, you know who's going to commit? I think he needs to open that right lineup. I think he'll sit. You mm-hmm. know, Nate Thompson, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, it, I mean, Bill Fairby has had a strong camp. Uh, and, and there's some players that we didn't even mention. One of the two of the best players that had strong camps were Claude Giroux and mm. uh, Sean Couturier. Sean Couturier. You know, mm. both those guys. I mean, Claude Giroux, you can just see it in his eyes throughout the entire training camp. He just looks more determined. Still an underrated he's superstar he's, to me. Yeah, like, exactly. he's my favorite yeah, hockey player. This is it. Yeah, exactly. He's it, it, very underrated, uh, you know, and throughout, not only throughout the league, but sometimes in the city of Philadelphia mm-hmm. itself. He doesn't get a lot of credit for what he does, but you can see him, like, his, his slap shot has been decent, you know, right. fast, but, like, looking at him in uh, training camp, I saw Carter Hart, you know, get stung a few times from his bullets that he was, you know, shooting Yeah, Claude is a man. It's a subject I want to really, I want to really <laughs> roll with you on. About one one subject that we both was kind of like, Ivan Perov. And listen, yeah. talk about yeah. Pro. Now it, it's kind of it, it's a mistake. It's a mistake to downplay how good this guy is. Like I I, I don't I don't. Now you know more than I do. What 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 is the what is the knock they're saying that he's not a top twenty defensively? To be honest with you, I don't know. Uh, you know, to me, he's top ten. That, that's and, it. And, 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 and it's, it's crazy to say that. Like, and the reason I say he's top ten because Zach Wierenski was rated as the tenth best defenseman, and Ivan Provorov is comparable to comparable to Zach Wierenski. So I don't understand how Zach Wierenski is like so far ahead of Ivan Provorov. He's not even in the top twenty. You know, then you got Charlie McAvoy, and I personally believe that. Uh, again, Proby is better than McAvoy, in, in my opinion. I, I mean, this guy, this young man is 23 years old. Four. Uh, he plays 24 to 51 a night. Mm, and mm, mm, you know, he, he 24 to 51. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, it, it, he, when he, comes up, he has 43 he, goals he, in four, four seasons of playing. He has 43 goals. How many guys at his age 
Yeah. Did forty three yeah. goals as a defensive man. Right, exactly. And, and, exactly, there are many. And and the thing is is that he has seven power play you know, goals this year, which led all defensemen throughout the entire NHL. He has seven power play goals. Let them all. The next one was uh, six. Mm-hmm. And I forget who it was, but um you know, that, that that's just the you know, caliber player that uh Yvonne Perkoff does. You want him out there hustling and bustling, that's what he does. That's what you he, want a heavy shot from the plate. Still young. He's still young, ladies and gentlemen. He's 23 years old. Yeah, exactly. He's 23 years old. You want him to break up 2-1-1? No problem. You want him to drive a player into the boards? No problem. His back control is effective. It's, uh, you know, he, he, when you think he's out of the play, he's not. He's right, he turns, right. He turns on his jets, goes the other way, yeah. and then, uh, you know, meets up with that, you know, meets up with that forward, or passes him for that matter, and then strips the puck from him, goes the other way. Yeah, for offense, rush, right? Where do you rank? Where do you rank the defensive? The men? like, did they have? They have a good, a good group of defense. Where do you rank their defensive men lineup? Their defensive men. Where do you rank them? You think? Uh, yeah, just their defensive men. Like their group, their depth at defensive men. Where do you rank this? You got Philippe. You got guys like Morin. You got guys like Sanheim. You got Pro. Yeah, I mean, Yes. Uh, overall, I would say that the uh, team defense, I would say, is definitely what uh, fourth or fifth best in the NHL. Right. Uh, and, and, that, and, and, that's, and that's very good. Hmm. Uh, I mean, when you're looking at it, I think Boston is a very good defensive team. I think that, uh, you know, um, Colorado, is, you know, is a solid, you know, young, uh, good defensive team there. Right. Uh, and, of course, you got the St. Louis Blues, you know, over there, Pichangelo is he's, he's phenomenal over there. But uh, you know, so you got the St. Louis Blues over there. You know, I I can say honestly, I think that the Flyers are one step below the Boston Bruins. I think the only team that that Philly would struggle with if they did meet would be the Boston Bruins, is just because of physicality purposes. And uh, I think they're pretty equal teams in terms of defense there. I think right. it's slight nod to Boston, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I just think that uh, this is probably the best defense I've seen for the Flyers going into the playoffs. I mean, it's this young defense. Uh, they have some. They have some experience. They got you know Matt Niskanen. Everybody lived up to the hype. Everybody, it seemed like Ghost came out. Ghost, Ghost came out. Then, then here comes Pro. He had a really good camp too. You know what I'm saying? Pro Head came out. Head comes out. Morin comes out. Myers comes. Myers went from playing the wing. He was playing the forward, but then he came back to defense. It was like, okay, what did they like? Like he's he's a versatile guy. Like and then you then they went and got guys that were veterans. Like when you get Brian. you get guys like that. Then you know um, when, when they make the trade for Matt. Like it was it was a different. I think they knew what they wanted, and I think this coach, I think he was the right guy. Yeah. He's the oh yeah, he wanted coachable players. Yes, and, he's uh, the right guy. And that was one thing that was that was very good. With, uh, what you just mentioned, because uh, that was a thing that was uh, laid out at the exit interview mm-hmm. of uh, last season. Chuck Fletcher, he laid out his entire itinerary, you know, on the last day for media day, mm-hmm. and he he said exactly what he was going to do. And it exactly happened that way. It was crazy, crazy to say, but it's true. And um, I think he wanted some coachable players. So I think, you know, he needed to shake up the locker room. He needed to make it fresh and vibrant again. So, you know, what he did? He traded the best defenseman last year, mm-hmm. which was the, as Rod Kogura. So let's give it a good for a and let's see what he does, you know. And that means paid off big time. 
uh, you needed a player that could play with Avon Provorov's, you know, 24 51. That Nitsman can do that. Right. So there, there you go. You had your one guy there. And then, you know, then he goes and makes his trade for Tyler Pitlick. Nobody knows about him. Mm. You know, nobody knows Yeah, yeah right. And right. I totally out of the yeah. either, you know, for that matter. But then he goes and makes an underrated trade for, you know, Tyler Pitlick. And Pitlick gives him solid minutes. He could give you 12, 13, 14 minutes a night if you want him to. Mm. Uh, he could play in the top six if you want him to. He could play anywhere within the lineup. And that, that's, a little, that's key with a lot of these players. You, look, you talk about the younger players like Chelsea or B, he doesn't care where he plays. You want him on the top line of player. You want him on the second line of player. You want him on the third line of player. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, this, is what, this is what Chuck Fletcher wanted to do in the offseason. Then he went out, you know, at the trade deadline. You know, of course, you got Kevin Hayes and Kevin Hayes and Kevin Hayes. You know, if we, if imagine where the Flyers would be if they didn't have Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes was such a good get. There was when you got that star, like like the other Philly teams, like you looking at mm-hmm. Tobias comes in. Okay, you because you got him with, and then you go with the Eagles, and they they you know, they they're bringing a guy like uh, Alshon Jeffrey. They brought in him. Now you you needed somebody to come. Bryce Harper's with the Phillies. Now you needed somebody to come with the Flyers, and Kevin Hayes was it. I would that that was it. And then when they brought back JVR, I'm gonna tell you when they brought back him, I loved it because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't and, want him to and, go. And I know why you love it. You know why? Because you know you're getting JVR. You know you're getting 25 or 30 goals a year every year. You know, yes. He, he may not be, and, and, and you know it's crazy to say, but AV made him a playmaker this season. I mean, right before his injury, he had 19 goals and like 25 assists. He reminded me of Renberg. Michael Rimber, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, him throwing passes out there, I was like, holy moly! I was like, you know, that's part of JBR's game that, yeah. that was missing as a, a you know, you know, for, for you know, they, when he came back to Philly, for that matter. I mean, he probably, you know, he probably what, what do you have, 27, 28 goals the prior year, right? You know, and that, I'm selling short. He probably thirty two goals, you know, um, you know, two years ago. So. He's going on 19, I mean, he's always going to produce. He's always like... Yeah, yeah, and that's what... He gives you 25 to 30 goals a night. I mean, a year, excuse me. Right. And, you know, A.V. made him a playmaker. But, you know, Kevin Hayes... Kevin Hayes became one of the best additions for the playoff. Man, that was a good lifesaver. No one knew that Nolan Patrick was going to be out the entire season. You know, Wait till uh, he comes uh, back. Yeah. That's another guy. That's my guy. Wait till Nolan Patrick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a monster. Right now. Yeah, he's gonna be good. You know, I love Nolan Patrick. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's yeah, just I'm the, glad um, you do because he's gonna come back and he's gonna come back strong and he's gonna kick. He's gonna kick somebody. Here. That's yeah. another underrated guy, and it's crazy because you're looking at pro. The, the analysis you do each year really keeps me updated, and you got a lot of things you say that are truthful. Now, the the pro situation, you got pro. And you got Nolan Patrick, and, and I didn't think I was talking about Travis last year. Like Konecki, when I was talking about him before he did as good as he's doing, I told people the dude was going to be good. I said this yeah, guy, yeah. He, he was one of the gems. Now, go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, you know Travis. You know, I'm caught. You know, some you know some flack. You know, from from some, not many, but mm-hmm. some. You know, last season, and uh, so it was good to you know see you know Travis Shanheim you know come back. And it wasn't it wasn't throughout the entire season. It was just at times. Yeah, know, like, right. But what, what people have to understand is, is that these players are very young. You very know? young, yeah. Uh, and last, last season was a crazy season. I mean, they fired their GM. You know, then you fired your coach. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you got yeah. Scott Gordon coaching the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went through influx. And it wasn't just that they fired Scott Gordon, right? 
Right. And then fired, you know, they got new assistant coaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, they had to relearn the staff, you know, like they got rid of Gordon Murphy and different things. It was just, it was a, it was a mess, you know, last what year. What do you, stuff. what do you think Lindblom, like? It was okay for them to have it down here. Yeah. Going through that much infar. Yeah. What do you, what do you go on, Oscar Lindblom in the, in the, in the passion that this team has for that hockey has for him what does he do to this team like what is what is he doing to this team what does he add talent wise and men- mentally wise what has he done for this team to see how he's fought and came back and he gives them an offensive flair and uh that, that's one thing with Sandheim's team is that he's a very good skater he's, he's good on his edges he's good at uh, you know his, his cut work it, it, it's insane how he's able to just you know do these you know Circles around the ice. It's 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 not to put it mm, simple. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be something. Circles around the ice, and then he takes the puck up the other, you know, up to the other end, you know, for for you know, good rush, you know, offensively anyway. But he 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 provides them another dimension to where he could come in and pinch. He knows when to pinch at the right time. Mm-hmm. He's a really good wrist shot. Uh, he's accurate with his wrist shot, and you just see him getting more confident. And uh, you know, of course, he's got the speed, and that's another thing is that. The Flyers' defense are very fast defensemen. Right. So, like, when they do pinch, somebody is, you know, there's one defenseman, you know, that's back, you know, waiting for the rush, you know, like, just in case. But then, you know, it just seems that the team is able to catch and join the rush to even it out to not make it an odd man rush going the other way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that uh, Travis Sandheim is very good at. He, he got much better with his gap control. The prior year, his gap control was a little off. Uh, he needed more work there. It appeared that he worked very hard in that area during the offseason, but he's got effective gap control, which means that he doesn't give players space. Mm. And that's the thing about it, is that he takes away space from these from these great players. I mean, when you got players like Sidney Crosby, you know, very great, you know, great player, right? So right. if you give him space, what's he going to do? Nine times out of ten, he he's going to make you pay yeah. some way, shape, or form, right? Right. But, you know, another player to mention is like Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. Mm. When you give these guys space, what are they going to do? They're going to do damage. Sandheim has effective gap control to where he does he can limit star spaces. And, and that's another dimension that I think that A.V. But A.V. just wanted him to be more composed, more relaxed. And they did that. And the credit goes not only to AZ, but Mike Yo, because Mike Yo is the assistant coach on the defensive side of the puck there. And it seems that uh, Mike Yo was talks effectively, communicating wise, and that you know many fans. But uh, Mike Yo is an effective communicator, and the defenseman for you know at training camp mentioned that throughout the entire training camp, this, this uh, two two and a half week training camp that they just finished up today. So, um, you know, Mike Yo is an effective communicator. You got Lane Vigno effectively communicating. It's all good, yeah. So, I mean, and I think that you know, communication is the key. Who's the big three on the Flyers? Who Who's the big three that gotta is gonna put? It's always a big three on. It's always a big three on the sports teams. Always. What is the big three uh, on this Flyers team? For uh, the Flyers, I say, you know, of course, I I, I think that Ryan Guy is still with Claude Giroux. And I, yeah. I think that he's going to put forth a help no question. here. Um, you know, I think he struggled in the season. He was a new dad, not getting enough sleep and stuff. It's wear and tear. When, you, when your wife is struggling, you know, at times with the day, what's he going to do? These players are athletes. 
they're, they're athletes, but they're humans too. So there's a human aspect. It's, it's, it's just not easy to just shut off with somebody mm-hmm. going at home when you're playing a game, you know? And you put forth, you put forth a solid season. It wasn't the greatest season, but it wasn't a bad season. Too much season. pressure on Claude, man. I ain't going to lie. It's too much pressure on Claude. Who is that you're saying? Who, who is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a physical. Listen, that's a man out there. Another good spot. draft pick. Another good draft pick. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, the eleventh. But then uh, you have, and my third one is Ivan Provorov. I'm sorry, but he is a little too. Um, I can see him playing close to thirty minutes a night. Yeah. Uh, now he's rested and stuff like that. He does not want to come off that ice. I can, I, you know, it, he, he comes off because he, he Is that the team they beat though? Is that is that the team to beat in the East? Is 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 it, is it Pittsburgh for for the Flyers? Is that the team they got to beat? No, I think it's uh, the Boston Bruins, in my opinion. Boston, I, 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 Pittsburgh, Boston, man, yeah. Trying to make a run here, yeah. But I just think that uh, I, you know what, Boston has everything over there. Mm. I mean, they got a phenomenal goaltender in Tuka Rask. Uh, Tuka should win the, uh, in my opinion, should win the Vezina Trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a two point one two GAA. Um, he shut out the Flyers in the last game of the year. You know, would, would be we didn't know it would be at the time because of the pandemic, but it wound up being the last game of the year. He shut him out two nothing. So we, so Boston certainly won that game because of Tuka. Um, and of course, they got you know very good players over there. You know, you got one of the best in Patrice Bergeron mm-hmm. on the uh, same level as Sean Couturier. Right. Um, I just think that, but the, I think that in a seven game series. Boston could beat Philadelphia if, 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 only because of physicality. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this young Flyers team could be physical enough to wear down the oh, that, So you thinking they won't be physical because they're inexperienced? Physical enough them no. to beat Boston because they're inexperienced or just they just ain't they ain't got the muscle yet. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I, I, I just think that uh, the Flyers team is a younger team right. than the uh, Boston Bruins. They're not as developed 
but that doesn't mean that, you know, the, the, that was my one uh, area that I would have liked to have seen Chuck Fletcher shore up, uh, you know, in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Not this offseason, I'm saying the past offseason. You know, there was a guy by the name of Furland that was, uh, you know, out there. I would have liked right. to have seen Chuck Fletcher for physicality purposes. So you picking so, Boston uh, right now? Are you picking Boston right now? Are you picking Boston over Philly James? No, I, I think, I, no, I'm picking Philly to go to the okay. okay. Who would they go against? Because I think, I think that, uh, I think that Tampa Bay could possibly ask Boston. I think the Flyers could beat Tampa Bay. Okay, okay. But, uh, who 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 they who they go against? Who's the other team across on the West that they would go against? Uh, the St. Louis Blues. It's the Blues. And you think yes. Philly? You think Philly would lose to the Blues, or you think they could beat them, or what makes yeah, them? Yeah, I think I think they'll have a repeat. Yeah, I I, I mean I, I can keep it, it, it. I mean it could be two teams there. It could be the Blues or Vegas. Right. I think it's going to be either or. And uh, Vegas is a very good team. Vegas is a uh, you know again a, a young team. Uh, that has good goaltending, has great, you know good defense. They fired their coach, you know, and a lot, you know, um, you know, midway close to midway through the season. Uh, I mean, and a lot was you know a decorated coach. It's not like he didn't do nothing. Mm. Was, you know, cup finals and you know in his first year of existence. Right. So it was not like he was a bad coach by any But uh, you know, I don't know the ins and outs, you know, particulars on what happened over there and why he was fired, but. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, they just came back and they played well, and uh, they wound up winning their division. So, how, how much uh, better are they than the Flyers? How much better is Vegas or Blues than the Flyers? I think if I think if the Flyers play Vegas, I think the Flyers would win the Stanley Cup. I think if the Flyers play the Blues, I, I could see the Blues, you know, repeating. I, I, I that, that blue team over there. I yeah, man, they yeah, man. They got grinders. They, they got you can't, and, and Vegas is good too. So, like, yeah, the blues is, yeah, the blues, yeah, it's just something, yeah, I, you know, but the flies are so close. They're so close. They don't have those, they don't have, like, they have stars over there. Right. They're not, like, you know, like, household. Right, right, right. You, right, you know yeah. what I mean? And stuff like that, like, like say, uh, you know, Connor McCabe or Leon Dreisaitl or even Claude you know, for the flies, but, uh, you know, they got players that can play over there. They got role players. And, you know, this is a role league, and they got good role players. And, you know, Ryan O'Reilly is a very good It's just experience, yeah. For the Selkie. Yeah. You know, they got, you know, Pareko over there, who's very good. They got Tarasenko, who's very good. I mean, you could get for Transilo, who's one of the best, you know, in my opinion, in his particular position. I mean, they have good players. There, but they don't have those like uh, yeah, yeah, he's a right, uh, you know. Uh, looking at the flyers now, let's talk about the future. No question, no question. And then the crazy part right now to the flyers to me, like if I'm looking, only thing stopping them is experience, like they're so close. The only it's just these guys just getting their feet wet. You know, and, and they're yeah. just coming out, but they, they're good to be coming out. So, er, like, yeah. they come out and make an impact, you know, yeah. and you can only imagine how good they're going to be in the future. Now, speaking of the future, the Flyers farm system is still loaded. Still loaded. Good players. And I wanted to get your take on I know you follow a lot of these young guys. Um, they got some good goaltenders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I say his name right? Estomingo is his name. Estomingo with the Red Royals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my! And and Samuel Erson, like 
Them two guys right there. Just them two guys right there. They just getting their feet wet. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Terrell could very well travel with the team to Toronto, uh, and I think he will. I think the Flyers will take four goaltenders. Their playoff roster will be announced tomorrow. Uh, we thought it would come out tonight, but it's not. It's coming out tomorrow. But uh, Nico could very well um, definitely make the team to Toronto. Um, you know, the sky's the limit for this young man. Think of him uh, and Carter Hart. I, I think, oh, my God. Know, that, that's what I think, and, and that's why I think they will take Oh, him. my God. It's just... Maybe not necessarily, they're hoping maybe not necessarily to play, uh, but to get him that professional experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, because if they want him to be, you know, up with Carter Hart, not next season, because I think, you know, he'll go back to Lehigh next year. Uh, I think he'll get the bump up from the Royals, which he did because of that trade. And when uh, Chuck Fletcher traded Jay Peruby at the deadline and stuff, they called up Bruce Mako to Lehigh. And I, I think we'll go to Lehigh next year, and then I think the hope would be that he would do well and then come to Philly the following year. So if this is the case, and they already have it outlined, that's why I would bring Usmanko with them to get him familiar with the professional level, you know, all the, you know, the NHL level. Let him be around the players. Let mm-hmm. him try to learn the English language, right? Uh, you know, more. He's good, and man. Try to get him more developed. That's know, scary. is a guy. Samuel Erson had a very good year. He had a two point four seven GA for his Swedish team last year, and uh, he is a guy that, uh, you know, it has a ton of potential. And, you know, you were talking about no goaltending process. You're talking about, you know, you got Felix Sandstrom. Right, right, Ross, another one. You know, uh, Tomic. You know, a, a lot, Ivan uh, Fedotov. Yeah, you know, over there. he's you know, still good. He's still dominating. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like, you know, the goaltending position is sort of like you were saying. There are a few... Other players that I would like, you know, Tanner Lezinski, I think, is going to, you know, come in. Tanner, I've heard, yeah. You know, that next fall. Uh, I think Linus Sandin is going to push for a spot next fall. Uh, you know, there, there's some really good players that are going to start pushing for a spot here. You know, that play for Lehigh right now. How good is York? How, how good is Cameron York? How is he, um, what do you see him being? Uh, Cameron York, York is our, definitely our top prospect, in mm. my opinion, uh, aside you know, from Morgan Frost. Another and, uh, defensive man. Wow. Yeah, and he uh, he will play his last season for the University of Michigan as they play because uh, there is no indication that they're playing yet or not. So, um, but uh, as they play, he will definitely, That's crazy. Will definitely be his last year. He will sign a contract in ELC with the Flyers. He will That's big. That's big. Spot, you know, for the Flyers. That's how good this young man is. I mean, he's a young man. You want to talk about being mature? Uh, he's playing in the men's league right now. He, he could have possibly, they wanted him to just go down there and fill out a little more, and he did that. Mm, um, mm. I think That's that going to be crazy, man. I think he was a little irritated because of his uh, because of that injury last year. Yeah. And, you know, a few injuries that he had and stuff. So I think that that's why he may have not signed an ELC, uh, you know, after his uh, freshman season. Not that I expected him to. But I could have seen, you know, the Flyers offer him one for sure. But um, yeah, I think he, he's gonna he's gonna come back and you know he'll, he'll sign an ELC with the Flyers. That Jamie, that's that's scary, Jamie. That's scary. Oh yes, yes. The defensive men they have and how young. He's coming. Yeah. Like if you if you're saying what you're saying, because I've heard about. I'm like I gotta hear from Jamie first. And you mean to tell me this guy could move up quick? He could move up. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gonna get top pairing with. Uh, That's crazy. Zimula, 
can you do it? We'll compete for a top spot with Ivan Provorov here in the next next year to two years. Mm, that's mm, for sure. To to, to have young man is. the goalies. Man, I would let, you know, if I'm the Flyers, you you know, I would re-sign you know Matt Niskanen. You know, after his contract is up, mm-hmm. it should just make sure that Cam York is that guy, or Igor Zamula is that guy, because I I do believe highly in these two young men, and the Flyers top best is they they're head over heels over Zamula. There wasn't one fire top for after at the training camp that didn't speak highly of him. He was coaching staff, speaks highly of him. And when you're getting that type of talk saying that he is one of our top prospects, that means he is one of our top prospects. And the thing about it is, is I think they will lose the defenseman to, uh, you know, the expansion draft with Seattle right. after, you know, next season. So if that's the case, then the Flyers have many defensemen that can step in and play at any time. And one player that you know, doesn't get mentioned enough is Mark Friedman. Mark Friedman is a right-handed defenseman who was drafted in 2014 by Ron Hextall. Mark Friedman got plays in the state. Yeah, uh, you know what? He could pot goals, too. Friedman. That's a, see, that's a name that always pops up. And see, I, I forgot to even say, yeah, he's young, too. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was the Phantom's best defenseman last year. Uh, who knows where the defense would have been without, you know, Mark Friedman. Uh, and I, you know, his uncle owns a business, owns a barbecue business in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all those viewers that are asking, you know, would like to know what his business—it's a barbecue business, and it's called Bros Barbecue. So, um, yeah, Mark Friedman is a great guy. His family's phenomenal. But um, yeah, they're—I mean, the Flyers are very well set at the defensive, and that's again, you know, goes. And goalie too. Like I got, I gotta say, they really. That's what I mean. Defense, and then you check off forwards. It's crazy. No, you don't. You don't like they. Cause I think they they jumped on there because at one time they was kind of minusing them from the forward position. They started because one guy I'm gonna tell you, he's, he's my favorite prospect, right? I want to get your analysis on him, and he looks good. He's he he's he's Big Isaac. Big Isaac Radcliffe is six six, and this man yeah. is like. <laughs> When you put him on the, when he gets on the pro floor, like that's my guy I want to see. I like Wade Allison yeah. too. I like Wade, but yeah. Radcliffe, yeah. man, I like. Yeah. What, what do you think about that guy? Uh, I love Isaac Radcliffe. I love everything he's done for us. Uh, he's done a ton for us. But um, Isaac Radcliffe is a guy that can bang with the best of them. And uh, what I mean is, is that. He could go pound for pound with anybody, mm-hmm. you know, and not only, not only is he physical enough to handle the rigors of, an, of what would be an 82 NHL game season, but he is uh, very tough to take off the puck. Mm-hmm. He has acute vision of the ice. He can, he, um, he can, he can, he can tally points with the best of them given his size. Mm. And that's and that's a strong suit. Like his yeah. skating. When you're when you're talking about he's six, six, you know, he a just... guy of his caliber who's, you know, like, you know, six five, six six, weighs, you know, two hundred twenty, two hundred thirty pounds and stuff. Yeah. You wouldn't think that he would be able to skate as well as he does. Right. And he does. That's the thing. And, that's and, it. And like he, he plays that's like that's he, he it's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he has that he could be he could be that Tom Wilson type player, where he's very skilled. Um, you know that he could, he could. It's not that he drops the mitts very often, but if he had to, you know, like Tom Wilson does, 
like uh, if he had to, he'll do it. But he could lay that big hit, come the other way, you know, or take the puck, pass the puck the other way, you know, and stuff like that. That that is what he does. He could build battle with the best of them, and that's an area that the Flyers will need, you know, help in is build battle. And uh, you know, Isaac Radcliffe provides that. But he he had not such a good season for Lehigh this past year. He came on at the end. So I look forward to him getting better, even better this summer, you know, I mean, sorry, mm-hmm. this winter, you know, doing well and possibly pushing for a spot the following season. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the uh, ceiling wow. for him is that I see you, man. his ceiling would probably be 2021 or 21-22 is probably when, hopefully, we will see Isaac Radcliffe, you know, um, with the Flyers. And don't forget, because, like you mentioned, Wade Allison, so both of them are going to have to go head-to-head, you know, and compete for mm. spot. Look how crowded. And the one guy I wanted to – this is the guy that they call number one right now, uh, Jay O'Brien. They talk a lot about Jay O'Brien, and he looks good. Now, that's – just just think of this future. Like, is it going to be to the point where the Flyers are going to have an overload of talent on this team where yeah. it's going to have to be some yeah. trades? It's, it's, it's going to have yeah, to be that's, some. That's yeah, that, that's, Bobby Brink. That's, that's, Bobby Brink looks good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 the thing about Brink is, like, the knock on him was his skating, and mm-hmm. that's the reason why he may have fell out to the second, you know, fell out of the first round, was because some teams were may have been scared of the skating, and uh, you know, but uh, the Flyers, he got better, and you know, with the skating this past year for Denver, uh, I talked to him in February, and he said that he works very hard in the mm-hmm. summer with the skating, and he's going to work very hard this summer. Jay O'Brien is a player that's often forgotten in the Flyers system because he took a weird way on where he is today. Like, he started out for the Providence Flyers, mm-hmm. you know, then he leaves Providence when you go from the NCAA hockey, and then he went to the BCHL, you know, this year to play for the Pennington V. You know, that's sort of like a step down to your competition. So people were, you know, and I understand why, they were a little worried about, you know, where he would be, you know, mentally. And in terms of like, okay, is he afraid to? Is he afraid of competition? He'd rather excel, and that gives him motivation. But he is going to a top hockey school this winter in Boston University. So uh, this kid has wheels. Don't forget about him because he is very good friends with Joel Fairby, and uh, you know both of them get along very well. They're good buddies, and uh, I, I would say that that. He was swayed to go to Boston because of Joel Farabee, in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, hmm. I had to ask him the next time I see him about yeah. that, but I, I'm pretty sure that Joel Farabee swayed him to go to Boston. And, uh, you know, and, and it's good, again, it's a good hockey school, a good hockey program. If you want to develop, Boston is it, you know. So um, I wouldn't give up on him just yet. You know, I, maybe some Flyers fans have, but you do make a very good point in the sense where, the Flyers will have to make some trades here. They will have to have to. It's have stacked to up, man. See what they have in their system because they can't sign everybody. You only you only offer fifty total contracts. Right, and right. This is, this is the choice here of the NHL. This is what gets the NHL, and this is what's going to get them. In, you know, things. the Flyers are doing this casting right. You have teams that aren't doing it right, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and you know, the Flyers will have to be to a point to where. They're going to have to let some good players go, and, that, and that's a shame because it shouldn't be like that. 
the Flyers, like I said, you know, the Flyers are doing things right. They shouldn't be penalized because they have too many good players. Right. That's the thing about it. Right. They have too many darn good players. They have a good front office. Did did you realize how many players they... It's not their fault. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. The NHL needs to do something to help teams here that are doing things right. Doing it right. It's it's not fair that... What happened? Awareness. It sucks that they, you know, yeah. hey, we got to think if we want to re-sign Matt Nisman or not. Right, you right. Know, like, in, in, like, now the Flyers, you know, coming into next all season, Derek Grant has played well. Tyler Pitlick has played well. Yeah, so, Derek Grant's another one. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are two players who have played well with the Flyers. It sucks to say, oh, we might not be able to keep you because, you know, it's just, it, it, it's, I don't know, it's just, yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. It's going to happen. See, awareness has to happen. See, things happen and rules change. Believe me, it's going to happen because they're making a blueprint. And because the way they're doing things, I remember before it got like this. I remember before it was just Felix Sandstrom and Ivan Federer. And it was Tomek and Dave, Dave Hextall. You know, everybody was – Hextall was still doing this thing. And Dave Hextall just didn't know how to coach everybody. But they got talent in there. But these guys here – before we roll, before we, these guys here, because I had never really saw the hype on these guys. Wyatt Wiley, right? Oh, yeah. Mason Millman. <laughs> Mason Millman, you go to Diet, if I'm saying that right, Sir Dyer, he's a guy that basically just popped up. And Linus Sandin. And you talked about the guy, Tan, Tanner Lazinski, that's another guy they're talking about. Now, about Wyatt, that, that's two that's two defensive men. Mason Millman. And Wyatt Wiley, these are two defensive men. How now? We're talking about Cam York. We're talking about Cam York breaking the lineup. How good are them two guys? Oh, Wyatt Wiley is a really good defenseman, and he played very well for the Ever Silver Tips. And I wanted him to get an ELC last year uh, during um, you know rookie camp, uh, and then you know well developmental camp, and then. You know, leading into uh, you know rookie camp and training camp, there I really thought he was going to earn an ELC. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Flyers let him go back, and he played his ass off again. The, the good thing about Wyatt Wiley is he plays both sides. He plays left and right, and he plays he played off his offhand. You know, um, two years ago for Everett, and he put him off his offhand last year, and he he excelled in that as well. So, if an injury did. You know, partake to a right-handed defenseman. They can very well call up Wiley because he's familiar with playing right and left. Mm-hmm. So that's good. It gives him versatility. So I think that when, when again, the, the NHL league is a role league. There's different types of roles. Like your top line is supposed to produce your middle. You know, your second line is supposed to produce. You know, your third line. Uh, you just gotta give minimal production, but just you know, provide you know enough to sustain. To keep for the could he move up? Could could he move up quick? Could, could he end up being in, in, in there with with the Sandheims and the pros and the? Oh yeah! Uh, oh man! He, he, he has what are we talking about right now? To me, he has a middle pairing. To me, he has a middle pairing ceiling, in my opinion. Wow. He, he, he won't be on the top one. He wouldn't be a top defenseman to pair with the Von Perveroff, in my opinion. I think that's the ceiling. I think a middle pairing ceiling is is very you know adequate for him. Mason Millman, oh, uh, I mean, he played very well for Saginaw and has uh, so. Thirteen Newman, goals, thirty one assists. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I mean. He could possibly be even better 
than uh, Wyatt Wiley. And it's scary because Wyatt Wiley is a pretty good defenseman. And I think he's going to be on the top pairing next year for Lehigh, uh, Wyatt Wiley anyway. Uh, Mason Millman, I think he, he could possibly even be better than Wyatt Wiley. I think that he can be interchanged on the uh, top defense there, you know, for, for uh, you know, uh, the Flyers, you know, in the future. And then there is one, there is one prospect that, not many people know, but I want them to get to know. It's Meager Zerduck. This kid. He's uh, number four. He's number four. Did that sound? He's number four from a Victoriaville. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen goals, twenty-four assists. I mean, that's it. You know, he had forty points in fifty games in his freshman season. Mm-hmm. I mean, what more can you ask for in your freshman season to put up those type of numbers? You know what I mean? And I understand, you know, that uh, you know uh, that's only one year. You know, you got to see. But listen, this guy is a winner for this young man. I don't hmm. think he's. Okay. Think he's getting enough buzz. You know. I just uh, learned about him. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. He's just coming up. Like I've been hearing a lot of good things about this guy, and I'm like, okay, let me ask. Like, listen, when I come to and I'm looking at guys, I gotta ask Jamie first. I gotta. I call you, Jamie. Yeah, what's going yeah, on? Definitely, Zerdok. is an underrated prospect in the mm-hmm. fire system, much like Noah Cates. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Noah Cates, you know, plays for Minnesota Duluth. And, uh, you know, he's an underrated prospect, in my opinion. I think he's very good. He has a bottom six role there as well. You know, and I, but I think that uh, there is no reason in the world why Yeager Zerdoff can't do the same and possibly even go, you know, interchange on it. Talk about Sandine's. Linus Sandine, he's a uh, SHL guy. What, what about this guy? He's number five on the Elite Prospects roster. They, they talk about he's number five prospect. Uh, He's a good skater. Uh, he comes from the Swedish league, so typically Swedish uh, Swedish players, much like Sandin, he's a Swedish star. Mm-hmm. And um, nineteen goals. Yeah. Those players, yeah, typically those players are two-way players. Uh, they, they play very well with the two-way game, and I think that's what uh, Elaine Vigneau wants: is the, you know players that are committed to a two-way game, right? You know, not just cherry picking it, center ice. You know, uh, you know, because team defense here is, is defense is at uh, team defense is five not too many us. And uh, Ryan Sandin not only provides good defense, but he can provide offensively as well. Uh, when you're talking about a guy potting 19 goals, you know, in the, uh, you know, the Swedish league, uh, that's kind of, now you got me talking here. So, uh, you know, <laughs> right, right. The, yeah. the third toughest, uh, you know, league in the world. Right, right. So, when you're, again, it's a men's league, and it's, so the competition is much greater. There is no reason in the world why he can't come in in the fall and push for a spot. And push for a spot. Mm. That's interesting. Just to say another wing. And then you were just talking about Yigor. You were talking about how good he was. So you mean to tell me. Now, Elite Prospects had the top five prospects. Jay O'Brien, one. Wyatt Wiley, two. Mason Millman, three. Yigor Sador, the one you talked about. The one I was just. And, and, and Linus Sandin, five. And the guy you also talked about. Tanner Lazinski, number six. And they got Noah Cates. Yeah. Is number seven. They got Morgan Frost, number eight. They got Miguel Verbrove, if I'm saying that name right. Mikhail mm-hmm. Verbrove, they got him number nine. And they got Yegor Zamula is number 10, another defenseman. So then, then you, I was just talking about Brink, but Brink is number 11 to them. Like, Allison is number 13 to them. LaBurge, Pascal, like, what happened to him? Like, he was another talented guy. Like, this is how deep. <laughs> stay Harris's problem. Um, it's not because of talent. Uh, it's just he can't stay healthy because uh, he's right. losing bunches. I got so, you. Like, for, for, 
for I mean for a guy who potted seven goals for Lehigh in minimal games last year it was pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. But he just uh he he his problem is that staying healthy. Know, he has uh, trouble staying healthy and I think that if uh you know the curse of his health you know were were to get better, this kid could really light it up because Pascal Lavers is very talented. Uh, there is no reason why he couldn't have a successful NHL career. He just will he be able uh, be able bodied you know what i like to see your your top 10 because on the on the young prospect see the the that you break it down especially look, talking about you go because I, I hear a lot of people talk about him and jay o'brien it's a lot of hype on him but the way you break it down i'm looking at guys why wiley definitely then, then mason millman could be better than wiley that's crazy right yeah. there yeah. that's yeah, insane that's that's, that, i love white wiley a lot so that's saying a lot when, uh, you know, I tell you, Newman's possibly ahead of Wiley. But, you know, again, this is all, you know, they got to go out and prove it. You're right. No, no question. No just question. Because, just because of where your times with stars and everything else, just because of where you're ranked, it's a ceiling. Yeah, it's just a ceiling. That's that's it. It's just ceiling, and you have to go reach for it. You got to go reach for it. Exactly. So you know. And the good thing is, is talking to all these young men, they do have some drive and determination. You know, and that includes Noel Patrick. I don't care what anybody says. Man, when he watched, they can say what they want. Listen. When I saw them get this kid, I said this was the one of the most luckiest picks. It was at the same time the Phillies got Mickey Moniak. It was around the same time the Eagles got Carson. All of a sudden, somehow, the Flyers got this pick, and they got Nolan Patrick. Somehow, they weren't supposed to get this pick, and they got Nolan Patrick. And I said, are you serious with this team, how young is coming up now? And Nolan, just wait till he steps on the ice with next to the boy Sean. You was talking about next to Jacob, next to Claudia, next to Kevin Nash, next to all them guys. Wait till he steps on the, next to Travis. Wait till he steps on the ice with those guys. Like, come yeah, on, he's man. Good. He's good. He's good. And really, don't give up on him. Right, right. Because I, I tell you this because, you know, the only reason that he didn't have a point is. Are you hearing something about them giving up on him? Uh, I mean, no, not from the Flyers aspect, but when, when I'm looking and I'm reading how, you know, some people are calling him a bus. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that, crazy. You know, they're afraid that he'll never play again. And I understand, like, the concern because, I mean, when you're talking about, you know, my, uh, migraine disorder, it's not easy. Uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with that. I get it. I understand it. But, uh, you know, he has the best doctors helping him. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Some people don't have this. Some people don't. Yeah, exactly. And, that's, you know, so, like, and I'm not saying, I'm not knocking the doctors and whatnot, but, like, Nolan Patrick, he has the best doctors, you know, that you can have. Right. throughout the world helping him right now. Right. And I think that they're going to get to a point, and they have gotten to a point where they have, because he said that, he, he said that Chuck Fletcher this past week that, this is the best he's felt in a long time. So, uh, you're gonna be in trouble. Gives me, gives you're gonna be in trouble. Confidence, you know, that he would be fine, you know, for, for next year's training camp. If they have and a productive uh, Nolan, excuse me, Jamie, I don't mean to, if they have a productive yeah, right. Nolan Patrick going against Boston, going to the Stanley Cup, I'm choosing them to win it all. If they have a productive, oh, uh, they would have, 
if Noah Patrick was on his roster right now, they would they would have won the cup. Yeah, that, that's like serious. They don't understand how good this guy could be, Jamie. Yeah. Like they, oh my God. this yeah. is a gem they he, got. He, he, he's just so he's so talented, and I think another good Eric Lindros. Flyers have going for yeah, exactly, exactly. Eric Lindros. And, uh, I think I think another good thing that the Flyers have going for them right now is Oscar Lindblom. If Oscar Lind- when Oscar Lindblom travels with them and meets them in Toronto, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be an emotional list. And I think that if, if the Flyers played against Boston, I think the re- one reason why I, I would give the Flyers a shot at beating Boston, one, because I think the Flyers are comparable to Boston, but two, I think that we get that emotional list with Oscar Lindblom to, you know, uh, overtake them. You know what, man? This has been a great, 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 pick of the brain conversation because sports is back sports is back and the flyers right it's been it's been dreadful right we've been the analysts are the heroes because we're giving y'all the news we're sick and tired like we're 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 dreaded like the fans are so we're trying to get news to you and keep us working keep us driving the fans do good reading and support it's just big and people like jamie make make it great for all hockey fans i'm excited about the flyers I'm just ready to see him go. Good talking to you, Jamie, for follow leader. Thanks for talking with me, man. Lay to death, man. Um, can't wait to see your articles. And I want to see the top 10 prospects. By J- I, Listen, the top 10. I'm seeing everybody else talk about the top 10 prospects. I want to see Jamie Boscow break down the top 10 young prospects in hockey, man. I, I, I ain't seen nothing until I saw Jamie's article. That's it. All right. Yo, thanks for talking to you, man. And, um... Listen, we're going to have to have you up on here again mid-season. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I'll definitely come on again. Uh, this was a blast. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, as usual, uh, you know, the Flyers hockey's back, and they're going to make it, they're gonna make a name for themselves this year. They're a young team we don't know what to expect, but they're a young, well-coached team that I think that uh, – We'll, have, we'll do some damage in the playoffs. No question. All right, y'all. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow the leader. I'm out, y'all. All right, bud. Bye, Kimberly. Bye, Kimberly.